Um, hey, if you listen to this show regularly, you've probably heard me go on and on about the culture wars that we've been sucked into. It's crazy. It makes me nuts. It's it's just it's discouraging because you know. You'd like to think that people are smarter and, and can see what's happening, but we we can't help ourselves. We fall in you know, right in line. We just whatever the heads of our chosen tribe tell us to support or to hate, we do it. We just okay, we're in. Whatever you say. Um, part of that is absolutely railing against anyone who disagrees with us too, right? Villainizing them, demonizing them, right? It, it's not just, oh, we disagree, interesting. Uh, what do you think about the hockey game? No, 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 no. It's it, You are the enemy. It's, it's, it's craziness. But, you know, it, it hasn't changed. Uh, this has always happened. I think we're in a particularly frenzied period right now where it seems to be happening more than it has. We've always had culture wars, though, uh, but it just seems like, like I say, there's more of them and they're more heated. Um, and we've talked about about what it does to us as society and just as people in general, and certainly what it does to our political system. We move farther and farther away from actually what we're going to do to try and solve problems and, you know, talking about the issues and, and instead making the other person or the opponent, if you will, out to be, you know, something less than. So on, on it goes, on it goes. And I, I don't know how we reverse it. But one thing we haven't talked about much, but we need to. Um, is economics because there's an economic implication to this. It, it, it causes all kinds of issues. Just ask some companies. Bud Light comes to mind. Um, uh, there, there's, there's economic impact to this culture war situation that we're going through. So let's get some help on what it means and what it does from Todd Hirsch, who is the former Calgary based chief economist at ATB Financial and the author of the boiling frog dilemma saving canada from economic decline todd thanks so much for finding some time today i really appreciate you being here oh happy to be with you shay let's let's just sort of establish the frame of reference for our conversation here when we talk about culture wars spinning into economics like when we say culture war what what issues would you say is this is one of the culture wars that i'm worried about and see causing economic issues <laughs> well there are a lot of there them, are. but i i I think the one that comes to mind for most people is, you know, LGBTQ, 2S+, basically, let's call those queer issues. Uh, we've seen so much. We just came out of June, which was Pride Month, and we saw a lot of businesses, you know, with rainbow uh, flags and, and, you know, festooning the, the exterior of their buildings. That one is a big one, but it's not the only one. You know, Black Lives Matter uh, indigenous issues around truth and reconciliation, especially land acknowledgement, you know, the Me Too movement. There are a lot of social issues out there, which people are, as you as you said, you know, these culture wars, people are not always on the same page, and it can become very divisive. Yeah, extremely, extremely divisive. Extremely. And, when, and when we talk about business and economics, I, I, I can't stop thinking about Michael Jordan, who famously said, it came up during that last dance documentary, you know, hey, how come you never talk about social issues and you never get involved in politics? And he said with a grin, because Republicans buy sneakers too. He didn't want to get involved and he didn't want to alienate half of his customer base. But we see other companies that decide to jump in. It's got to be a tough decision to decide whether whether or not you want to take a stand, right? Well, it is. And I think maybe about 10 years ago, a lot of companies started to, yeah. you know, sort of promote these social issues with, uh, you know, I, I, I used to work for a, 
a big company, there were a lot of colored T-shirts. You know, there was orange shirt day and pink shirt day and different things. And 10 years ago, it maybe all seems a little more innocent. I don't want to use the word naive, but a lot of companies jumped on these social issues, maybe as a way of virtue signaling, maybe as a way, you know, if I'm going to be cynical, you know, we're going to try to increase our market share here by attracting people uh, because, you know, we're, we're showing that we have social awareness. But that was 10 years ago. Today, it's a more complicated, more nuanced conversation about are we going to do, you know, different color shirt day or are we going to fly a, 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 a rainbow flag, for example, because, you know, we've come, the, the, the divisiveness, companies are realizing, oh, maybe this isn't the marketing uh, uh, thing that we thought it was going to be. And maybe, in fact, we're, we're starting to be a bit off-putting to some customers and that's where the conversation is now yeah you're exactly right there's a risk i mean it, it's it, it like you say you're sort of you're showing support for certain communities or for certain causes knowing that you know that will uh, definitely help you business-wise but now there's a risk to it and of course we talk about bud light but you know if you take a look at bud light it's not about the product that's that's the other thing that you mentioned in the piece that you wrote it, yeah. the product gets lost in all of this right and it doesn't matter you may have the best product on the in you know ever since the, the old saying since sliced bread doesn't matter that that it's not about your product anymore that's right and that was one of the points i made in in my piece in the globe and mail is that you know these things as gary bettman you know the, yep. the nhl commissioner and i'm here to neither support or criticize mr bettman but he said you know we're not doing any of these social issue warm-up sweaters because in his words they become a distraction and, you know, I kind of understand what he means. Anytime a business is spending even 10 minutes, you know, sort of worrying about this, that's 10 minutes they could have been spent on making the product better, responding to, you know, what, what customers want or, you know, how can I improve my offering, my service? If they're now focused a little bit more on, gee, you know, we need to have a big debate about this, that's time that's taking away from making the best product possible. In the piece you wrote for Global Mail, you talk about economic efficiency and the effect that all these culture mm-hmm. wars and this divisiveness has on that. Define that for us. What are we talking about? What is economic efficiency? Yeah, so economic efficiency, this is one of these great, you know, sort of terms that economists use. Basically, if everything around the price of the product and the quality of the product, you know, um, the economy is sort of left to its own. Customers and consumers will make the best decision for them, and businesses will respond to that and make the best decisions with what they're providing. And that provides or that sort of creates efficiency, and I'm using kind of air quotes. Anytime you introduce something that maybe alters those decisions, and this is where taxation is famous. You know, if you were to tax one product but not tax a different product, you were going to shift consumers' choices around that, understandably, and that creates inefficiency. So anytime you're introducing something that is going to alter a consumer's or a business's choice about a product or a service, uh, and it's not related to the price or the quality of the product, it's something different, that introduces inefficiency into the system. This is, by the way, this is a sidetrack, but this is why economists almost universally love consumption taxes. 
Am I still there? Yeah, you're here. Okay. I'm, I'm, oh, oh, sorry. I'm trying sorry. to wrap my head around because, and I'm a sucker for this. I will be absolutely loyal to a brand, even though I know there might be another brand that's better or cheaper, but mm-hmm. there's some, I, I mean, it, that economic inefficiency, that's advertising, isn't it, Todd? Well, it can be. I mean, the companies do spend a lot of marketing dollars trying to exactly, you know, what you said, make loyal consumers. This is what loyalty programs, and I'm a sucker for these, you know, points or or air miles or whatever it's going to be. They spend a lot of effort trying to get customers loyal, even to the point where they might make, you know, maybe not the absolute very best uh, consumer decision. They are now making sort of decisions not so much based on economic efficiency, but based on loyalty to a product, loyalty to a brand. And even with these social issues that we're talking about, you may go to a store or you may avoid a store uh, or a business because of one of these social issues. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's a wrong thing to do. Right. If you feel really good about supporting a business that is, you know, its values are in alignment with your own values, that's good, but an economist would say, yeah, but it does introduce a little bit of inefficiency in just the way, you know, price and, and uh, quality of the good would dictate those decisions be made. I wanted to ask you, and you, you don't necessarily touch on this in the piece, but I think we've seen pr- some pretty good examples, because a lot of people say the biggest mistake that Bud Light made was then waffling uh, after they came out. And yeah. You can compare it to Garth Brooks when they asked him if they, they were going to have Bud Light in his bar, and he said, yeah, and if you don't like it, go to a different bar. I don't care. So I- yeah. is it sort of okay, if you're going to take a stand, take a stand, but if you go in halfway, now you end up upsetting everybody? Yeah, I think that, and you know, and, and, and the NHL, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, And, and this is where uh, allyship really comes into the conversation. I heard a great commenter, you know, talking about the NHL saying, well, we're, we're not going to do any of these, these sweaters because they're a distraction. That's not an ally. An ally is saying, okay, now the conversation is getting tough and we either have to double down on this and have the tough conversations or we're not an ally. We're going to dump it all together. And that's, you know, also what Bud Light did. And it backfired for Bud Light. It might backfire for the NHL. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you either have to be, have some conviction around these things or not. And this is where we're at today, where we weren't there 10 years ago. Now businesses are really saying, gee, how important is this to me as a business owner? Am I going to be an ally, even if it costs me some, some consumers or some business? Am I going to be an ally or am I going to say, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not going to get involved in this. Those are tough. And I don't, I, I don't uh, pretend that there's an easy answer to those. But these are the tough questions that I think a lot of businesses are having to uh, grapple with right now. Um, how does it, I mean, it's not going away. I think this is something that businesses are going to have to deal with, right? I mean, unfortunately, we have a number of politicians all around the continent and even indeed around the world that have recognized, um, or mm-hmm. no, I think they've always recognized the top, but a lot of them had an, an ethical stance where we're not going to engage in this kind of politics. But I think it's too attractive to too many now, and those fires continually get stoked. So it's not going away, right? Oh, I don't think it's going away at all. I think we are in what I would describe as this liminal space between one sort of cultural norms and something new. And when you're moving between different states of existence, 
there can be awkwardness. Mm-hmm. There can be discomfort. Um, there's sometimes confusion. But I think that's where we're at with businesses and the economy grappling with a lot of these social issues. We're not sure what it's yeah. going to look like uh, 10 years from now or even five years from now. I think things will evolve. I'm hoping, I mean, this is where the optimist in me uh, tries to, 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 to come through, but, you know, I hope that these social issues don't become so divisive that we kind of bifurcate into two separate economies. Exactly. Uh, you know, the Economist actually had a great piece, sort of, on that. It's it's more it's more happening more so in the states than than here in Canada. But you know, um, there's a phone company in in the United States, Patriot Mobile, uh, and they are overtly saying, "Are you tired of giving your money to woke businesses? You know, come over to us." Uh, basically, an overt anti woke message. And they're, and they're really brazen about it, but they're finding, you know, they're finding a market in that. I hope we don't go that direction. That's also bad for the economy. If you're actually sort of splitting into two smaller economies, uh, there's loss of scale and, and, and different things. But I just think it would be sad if, if we kind of yeah. separate even even further around businesses and and the economy would you advise a business and this is this is a question that i guess each individual business has to make on their own is it smarter to take the michael jordan i'm going to keep my mouth shut because i don't want to alienate anybody or if you firmly believe in some position or another you should you should align with it i mean i guess what's the decision that a business makes and can you advise them one way or the other yeah i don't know yeah it's tough right i wouldn't want to well, it's it's tough because, like that other commenter was saying, this is when allyship becomes difficult because yeah. it means a tough conversation. And a lot of businesses are finding out it's not just as simple as hanging a flag or wearing a wearing shirt day. Uh, what do you, at your core as a business or as a business owner, what do you believe? How far are you willing to go to support that? Is it important to you or is it something that, you know, our customers, they have different viewpoints and we're going to stay out of it. But we're kind of at this point now, if you take down your prime flag, um, that kind of signals that you're, and I'm using air quotes again, anti-woke, yeah. that, you know, we're not supporting this. So even to be neutral now, I don't even know if there is neutral. You either seem to be flying the flag or you're not flying the flag. And it sends two distinct messages. Yeah, and part of the risk and is I think Todd, that's, that's trick. That's tricky, tricky to navigate. If you don't plant your flag, you risk somebody else doing it for you and, and, and characterizing yeah. you. And then, and then facts and reality no longer matter. If, if the right person says that you're woke, that's it. You're woke, and there's no coming back from that. That's right. Or anti-woke. Anti-woke. Sure, know, if, goes if, both ways. If, 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 if we're not going to wear the shirt or yep. fly a flag, uh, you know, you've labeled yourself, or other people are going to say, "Well, that's the anti-woke." Yeah restaurant or bank or you know bakery or whatever it is yeah no question todd fascinating conversation thanks so much for being here i really appreciate it